0: Hi, this is David Anders from Once Upon a Time. I play Dr. Whale and Dr. Frankenstein. You're listening to
1: Once Podcast. You're listening to Once, Episode 78, exclusive interview with David Anders. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the unofficial podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. We are so excited to share with you again another interview, this time with David Anders, who plays Dr. Whale and Dr. Frankenstein. This is a really cool interview to share with you, and we were very happy to have him on. Like usual, we got a lot of questions. Jeremy, did you count how many questions we received? No, I, I did not. I, I think, Jenny, did you get it? I, I'm thinking it was 50 or 60 questions again, at least. And we really had to cut it down uh, because our time with uh, Mr. Anders was very short. So uh, we were sorry that we couldn't include all of the questions in. But thank you so much for sending us so many excellent questions, and you'll hear that he answers many of the questions even that we didn't get to ask him. So it was an awesome conversation. We know that you'll love this. And uh, I want to thank, before we play this uh, interview for you, I want to thank our sponsors for this episode of One's Podcast, because especially... We had to upgrade our server and it now costs twice as much to run the website and the podcast. So we really, really appreciate the support. beller 225 Wiz of Once, Liz uh, Lisa Stack, Nasser from Qatar, David Newland, and Aaron J. Thank you so much for your support, you guys. We really appreciate it and it really helps us out. And if anyone else would like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor now jeremy did you and jenny did you guys like uh, dr whale in once upon a time Mm -hmm. remember we gave him a whole episode of our podcast (laughs) i mean not a not like we gave him an episode of once upon a time (laughs) of our podcast we had a whole episode last summer before season two to discuss Who could he possibly be? Yeah. And that was, unfortunately, that was just before some people started piecing together this Frankenstein information.
2: I wanted to see him as the gingerbread man. (laughs) I (laughs) I I still think he should have been the gingerbread man. (laughs) I should have told him that.
1: Somehow I don't think that would have been quite as epic as Frankenstein. <laughs> Maybe they'll be able to incorporate gingerbread cookies somehow <laughs> in a land without color. And
2: then there was that little animation with him dancing around as Medusa. <laughs> oh wait, was that her name?
1: Yes. Uh, Ursula.
3: Ursula. Ursula. Oh yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Ursula. Yeah, he retweeted that. That was great <laughs> when people were still trying to figure out who he was. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really grateful for David Anders joining us for this special interview and we'd love it if you would share this interview with everyone else when you go to the website with the show notes and it will have the links and the list of questions that we got to get in go to the show notes at onespodcastcom slash 78 click every button there on the website like the like button the stumble button the google plus button you can put it on pinterest if you want tweet it share it Uh, reblog it, whatever. We'd love for you to share this and we know that you'll enjoy this interview and we did a lot too. David Anders from Once Upon a Time, thank you so much for joining us for Once Podcast.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: We are really excited about this. Our community has sent us so many questions and we've tried to whittle it down to the core number of questions that we could ask. And I want to start out by asking you, what's a typical day like when you're working with Once Upon a Time?
0: what's a typical day uh for me uh you know i I stay at the sutton place which is um which is in downtown vancouver and i get picked up like on this last episode of once upon a time um i worked every day so i i was i was tywood um (laughs) i uh you know i get picked up at like 6 a.m get driven to set whether it be on the lot or on location um have a bowl of fruit uh go through the works get my makeup done my guy liner for frankenstein (laughs) which i which i demand um and get my hair done and uh get into get into the uh dr frankenstein wardrobe which is fantastic and then uh become the man and then go to set and uh on your feet all day, all day, he's mm. talking like this, and, and, being tol- <laughs> and' being told not to talk like that, but it's, I, I, I could so I can talk like this um, uh, and then uh, then we wrap, and then we do it all again the next day. Mm.
3: <laughs> wow. Awesome. Our, one of our listeners named Ziera asks what made you take the role?
0: Um, what made me take the role was was uh, they knew that I was going to be Dr. Frankenstein. Uh, when they offered me the part, and that's why I took it, um, because who doesn't want to be Dr. Frankenstein, right? <laughs> it was a pretty cool prospect, um, and it took you know it took a year or so <laughs> to get into it, mind you. But uh, I think I think uh, what what we've done so far with the with the Frankenstein world has been pretty cool, and the black and white stuff is I didn't know it was going to be in black and white back then. <laughs> but, um, Dang it, do I love it. It looks cool.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. And you were the mystery man for so long. Everyone was figuring out who people were. But then there was this Dr. Whale person. And even in the episode, David asked you, who are you? And that <laughs> just sparked all kinds of questioning.
0: Yeah, right? Um, yeah, that was kind of cool. That was the one shrouded in mystery. And people couldn't really uh, reconcile my last name. They couldn't, they couldn't figure it out from the whale. But um, as we know now... That I am Dr. Frankenstein, you know, James Whale directed Bride of Frankenstein mm-hmm. and Frankenstein, and that's the wink. So, um, you know, it was cool being, being the mystery man, but, you know, I was just like, I want to get into it. I want to stop being a mystery. <laughs> I want to be revealed.
2: Nice. Well, Sarah E. AK Phoenix 93 asks, what was your inis- initial reaction to, to finding out that you were Dr. Frankenstein?
0: Um, you know, as I as I said, you know that's that's the whole reason I, I did it. So you know, I didn't really have much time. It was like oh, you got the part, um, and you're going to be Doctor Frankenstein. So. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 that's cool. I I didn't really understand how it would fit within the world, and I still don't really know how it does fit within the world of, of Once Upon a Time. But uh, the fact, you know, as it's it's you know there there are different worlds and different books, and um, you know. The I've uh, uh, I like it. I, I like what they've done, and I, I I hope you guys do too.
1: Yeah, we are really enjoying this, and <laughs> we love seeing the black and white. And as uh, Kitsis and Horowitz called it, the land without color. We love going. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Nice. yeah. Exactly. And that's what it says in the script. It's like the land without color. And in the last episode, when we saw Rumple all in full color, and me in the the black and white um, and blue. It's kind of a bluish tint they put on it um that was pretty cool
1: so you kept this secret for a while how and you knew from the beginning how hard was it to keep the secret with people tweeting and theorizing some getting it right some getting it way off
0: yeah it was hard for me i mean you know because my i let my thumbs get away from me on the twitter sometimes and uh <laughs> it's hard for me to sit on a secret like that but you know i come from a Everything I've ever done, it seems to be shrouded in secrecy. So, you know, I've had
1: lots of practice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were uh, Sark on Alias and Adam Monroe on Heroes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, on on Alias, I didn't have a first name forever. Um, (laughs) uh, And I think I I knew my first name and I couldn't tell. I don't know why that was such a secret, like my first name, but that doesn't matter. Uh, (laughs) Uh yeah, and I don't know. Did I have any secrets on heroes? Who might have? Oh, on on in Van- Vampire Diaries, I was. I knew that I was going to be a, Elena's dad, which was doesn't make any sense because I'm seven years older than her. Um, Look <laughs> great on screen. Um, uh, <laughs> I uh, so yeah, I I've I've had uh, my fair share of practice in, in keeping a secret, but yeah, on the Twitter. It's it's hard when people are you get a deluge of, of requests and tell us tell us tell us and you know all you can say is look just it's going to be worth it whatever happened to being surprised
3: <laughs> patience everyone <All> right <laughs> so how did you first get into acting
0: um I was always uh, I I did some like acting camps when I was younger and I was was very proficient at it um, but I was ruled by sports. And then uh, my best sport was basketball, and, and and then I stopped getting better at basketball. And so I don't yeah. like things that I'm not good at. I quit, and in high school, and I did a play, and then I um I did Our Town, and I, I won like Actor of the Year, and uh and was just bitten by it, and uh, you know when, and I, I uh in my senior year. I kept doing that. I played football and then I would act in the winters and, and train for tennis and then play tennis. And then I would do a musical in the summer. And then, um, and then my senior year after I graduated at my, my first pain gig I did with, uh, was cool. I did it with Megan Hilty. Um, I played Freddie Hinesford Hill opposite her Eliza Doolittle in my fair lady. I guess that's when my English accent started. <laughs> and, uh, And then I I moved to uh, L.A. as soon as we uh, we closed that show and got an agent and started um, auditioning, peddled khakis at the Gap uh, in Beverly Hills, waiting for a big break. And um, and I I think that came with Alias.
2: I really want to know, can you settle once and for all the whole can I date the nuns thing? (laughs) What the heck does that mean?
0: Well, I think I think as you know, as has been established with Doctor Whale, as he's a he's a ladies' man, <laughs> uh, and so when the curse was lifted, you know, it's like so. Do all the rules apply? Are they still um, <laughs> nuns? Still, <laughs> they still have to adhere to their vows. <laughs> um, yeah, but
2: Doctor Frankenstein, like we never saw that side of him.
0: That's true. That's true. I, I think he's. I think at that moment he's still in between. He doesn't really. He's kind of. He's slowly remembering who he is. But well, he still knows that he loves the ladies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I had fun with that line, and I thought' it was funny. It was like because in this moment of you know all this duress and stress, you know, I'm just worried about the chick.):
1: <laughs> <laughs> And uh, along with that, a lot of people want to know uh, and I, I know you may not be allowed to speculate, so this may be more your opinion. But would you like to see Doctor Whale have a true love? And if so, who would you ship yourself with?
0: Well, I ship.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: there are so many things out there: blue whale, Frankenwolf.
0: <laughs> I know. There's. Uh, I mean, those are those are two good options. I think. I think the 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 Ruby red thing is gaining traction. I don't know. I think, mm. I think there might be some plans for that, but I, I can't reveal it. And I can't, uh, I can't, I can't even speak to it. Um, I can't speak to it. Um, I, would like to see it. because I mean you you see more of me. <laughs> I, know that, I, know that, I know that Megan wants a, uh, relationship on the show. So come on. <laughs> and I think we had a cute little, uh, bonding moment at the end of the pier, that last episode. And, uh, you know, she caught me with her super uh, wolf power. <laughs> I jumped into what looked like it would have been a 10 foot drop into some water. Right. <laughs> that hurt. Um, uh, yeah, I thought that would be very cool. Um, as, as I said, I, I just can't speak to it. Even if I knew, I couldn't tell
1: you. <laughs> I but, can yeah. see the episode title might be something like Monster Love. Right. <laughs> The monster mash. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm curious. Do you do any impressions of any other cast members or their characters?
0: Oh, I guess. Um, <laughs> I guess you know, working with Bobby's such a treat, and, and working when he's Rumple is great. And, uh, you know, I guess you can. I guess- <laughs> i guess that's my rumpel (laughs) (laughs) nice Um, that's good uh what would be another one you know jennifer jmo is genimal as i like to call her yeah she's the constant cynic on the show and she's always what was the what's she's always like well i guess we could do that (laughs) (laughs) Um, lee Ehrenberg is like Uh, You do know that pickaxe hacking -hacking and computer hacking are two different things, right? (laughs) And I'll do do Josh, and that'll be it. Um, Snow. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Oh, it's my turn. Um, (laughs) This question is from Amy Felding, and she asks, if you could meet any characters from any fairy tale... Who would it be, and why?
0: If I could meet any characters from any fairy tale, who would it be, and why? Hmm, Such a good question. I'd like to meet Pinocchio and Geppetto in real life. Mm -hmm. That would be kind of cool. That's kind of a fun world. Um, Fairy tale, fairy tale, fairy tale. You know, I always play bad guys, so I'd like to pick the mind of like the Evil Queen. Uh, you know, pick up some things. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. Well, g- give me. But I don't know. That's a, yeah. Sure, that's it. <laughs>
1: well, a uh, very similar but probably easier question comes from Melissa. If you could be a different character in either Fairy Tale Land or maybe Storybrooke or some other character that's on the show right now, who would you want to be?
0: Oh, I I'd love to be Captain Hook. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: More I mean, liner. couldn't be better than Colin. Colin's crushing that character, but uh, that's just they write for him so fun, and um, everything that's written for him is just fantastic. I'd love to say these words that he gets to say. Um, <laughs> nice. uh, it's very similar to anybody who asks. Like when I was on Vampire Diaries, they would ask, "What uh, who do you want to be?" and it would be Damon, like who Ian Somerhalder plays on that, because he gets the best lines, you know. <laughs> It's who gets to say the best stuff. That's who you want to be, right?
3: What uh, differences do you see between Frankenstein and who you are in Storybrooke?
0: Oh, plenty. I mean, uh, you know, it's you know, Doctor Frankenstein, Victor. He's all about work, and he's just driven by his work, driven you know, mad to a point by his work. And uh, you know, Doctor Whale is that's that's kind of secondary. Work is <laughs> secondary to to the ladies um <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh yeah that's 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 the, the, the glaring difference that
1: i see sure and the voice <laughs>
0: yeah. and the voice and the voice
1: yeah speaking of the voice um what made you decide on that accent
0: you know uh, that was uh it just it just came out of my mouth that way and um, I, I figured, like, this is a land without color. This is a completely different person. This curse has been happening for what is it, twenty-eight years or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a difference. You're in a different world. You're in a different land. And the way that I I I I took um, a lot from what Bobby did with his, you know, his Mister Gold is completely different than Rumple. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's that's that was my template for doing it. And um, uh, it took some. It took some uh, convincing on the part of E Rock and a- Ad Rock. That's what I call Eddie and Adam. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I think what we came up with, they were finally on board with.
2: <laughs> what was your favorite episode of Once Upon a Time so far? Mine. Yes, and your favorite favorite scene. <laughs>
0: um,
1: mine. <laughs> oh, yours. Yours. <laughs> That makes well, sense you've had two episodes now though it's, it's you true. you yeah. had the, the doctor and uh, the most recent episode yeah they're uh what is it
0: in the name of the brother yeah uh there's actually some great stuff in this last episode that maybe in the dvd will be you'll be able to see that were cut That between rumple and i you know i have such we have such fun working together and um i just love uh, I love competing with him. You know what I mean? It's kind of like <laughs> a competition. It's, almost, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that's uh, my favorite scene. You know, it, it's alive. That's That was, you know, what a dream to be able to say that. Um, and yeah. I said it rather sedately as opposed to Gene Wilder, per se. But, um, <laughs> um,
1: well, Mark Isham's music in the background to that scene was just perfect.
0: Yeah, right? It's very cool yeah just it, just the swell and the, it's uh, yeah it was a treat to do, to do all that it's always fun to do the black and white and to get into those wardrobe I, I think in this last episode I had seven wardrobe changes which was um, which I think was a, a, a once upon a time record <laughs>
3: wow <laughs> so uh, what other current or future projects are you working on that you're excited about
0: it was cool that um, I got this part offered for, from Arrow, which just the first episode that I I, I did I've done thus far is uh, aired mm-hmm. last night. It was very cool. I uh, played a real bad guy, so I, I uh, went straight from Once Upon a Time in the Name of the Brother to shooting that episode. Um, and right now it's pilot season, so I've just been swamped with uh, you know trying to find a vehicle to star in. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Because that's what everybody wants. They want me to star in something.
1: (laughs) We would certainly certainly love to see that, but we want you in Once Upon a Time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would I would love to stay put there too, Um, but on a more regular basis. (laughs) uh, And even if I am on another show, it's I can still pop back into Storybrooke anytime I want, Mm -hmm. anytime I can.
2: I have a question. Go crazy! <laughs> what villain, like current villain, would you want to fight on the show?
0: On the show, yeah,
2: fight
0: like like a fist fight.
2: Yeah, either that or like get into a group and get into this <laughs> like I don't know
0: a science versus magic fight.
2: <laughs> Any kind of fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, it would science versus magic fight. That would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Me versus Lana, or me versus Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> <It'd be> fun. <laughs> I'd like to do like a, a sword fight with uh, Colin. Would be fun. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All the ladies would love that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, looking at Once Upon a Time as a whole, and thinking back to when they first approached you with this idea what was your impression of the show of the idea that Kitsis and Horowitz brought to you and how they said that everything was going to play out? What did you think of the whole plot?
0: You know, it, it wasn't until it wasn't until the beginning of season two that I really got, got a straight answer from those guys about it. Cause I had questions. I was like, when are we going to get into it? And when it was, what, how does this make sense? How am I here? If I'm Dr. Frankenstein, he's not a fairy tale. It doesn't make any sense. Um, and, and the whole whole way they did it with uh, Lana and the heart, it, it all started to – at first I didn't get it, and then I read it. They re- wrote it, and I read it, and I was like, oh, I get, I get it, I get it. This makes more sense. And, and, you know, traveling through a hat. Okay, I get that. That's true. That's real. It's real. <laughs> 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 it's uh, – uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I hope that answered your question.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did a the lot. other actors know who, you, who your character identity actually was?
0: A lot of them did. Yeah, a lot of them were surprised. I thought, I thought everybody knew, but uh, a lot of them did. Yeah. You know, because I, I knew from the get-go. So everybody was like, who are you going to be?" I was like, I'm going to be Dr. Frankenstein. They're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. It's like, I know. <laughs> it? <laughs> um, and it was great that it was the, the Halloween episode was awesome. Yeah. the reveal of that which was perfect um yeah. but uh you yeah, know I, I, I think everybody's reaction has been good Josh was like dude it's I think it adds a darkness to it uh to the show mm-hmm. um maybe in hue and in tone I don't know um <laughs> but I think I'm uh, you know the darker the show gets the better it gets I think and um uh I think, it's, I think it's pretty dark, all of them. It is pretty dark, isn't
2: it? Right?
0: It is
1: yeah. kind of dark. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was great to see that. And just knowing that your episode, your reveal, was the Halloween episode, I think. That
2: was perfect. Yeah,
1: that was great. <laughs> it was right there on the nose. <laughs> well, before we go, um, tell us where people can connect with you, uh, follow you on Twitter, or check out some of the other stuff that you're doing. What do you want your fans to check out?
0: You know what? There's there's this movie that I did that's just recently came out on uh, DVD. It was it had a, a small release in theaters, but it did it years ago, and it's something I'm really proud of that finally got released. Uh, I believe kind of through Lionsgate. Anyway, it's called The Revenant. Uh, I think everybody should watch that movie because it, it's it's uh, a it's a it's a it's a great buddy uh, vampire zombie zompire, Let's call it <laughs> uh, comedy but really dark and gory um, and funny. And uh, it's called The Revenant. Um, it's been on Cinemax like ad nauseum lately. Um, and I'm, I'm at Question Anders on Twitter. And uh, I guess that's it. I guess stay tuned for more developments. <laughs> we,
1: we really look forward to seeing more of Dr. Whale and Dr. Frankenstein on Once Upon a Time. And Thank you so much for joining us for this interview.
0: Thank you so much, you guys. It's been a treat.
1: That was cool. (laughs) That was awesome. (laughs) So huge thanks to David Anders for joining us. And be sure to check out the movie. Uh, It sounds... I mean, I'm not really a horror movie fan, but... (laughs) He said it's hilarious. It's uh what do you call it? A zom, zompire or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like zompire. That. It, it just sounds interesting. So that's uh the Revenant. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes at onespodcast.com. I'm looking at
2: the movie cover 78. And he's on it. Oh, cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think and, that's him. And he said he's really proud of that. So oh check God. it out.
2: He looks like a zombie.
1: And also make sure that you follow him on Twitter at questionanders. Hey, I want to thank a few people for leaving us some iTunes reviews recently. We really appreciate this. JC Star 07, Bishram, Rich is Hot in Texas, zero one one seven 117, Stephanie Hattress from the United Kingdom, Lynn Natin and Ashley Catherine. Thank you so much for your iTunes reviews. We really appreciate that. That encourages us. And helps other people find the podcast as well. If you haven't left a review for us yet, then please go to onespodcast.com slash iTunes. Or if you have left a review, go to that same link and mark the other nice reviews as being helpful. That helps promote them up and other people will see those nice reviews. And we really appreciate that. So thank you, everyone, for those reviews. Thanks. Now, this Sunday, Once Upon a Time, is back On February 10th. So, we're going back to our normal schedule. Join us for our live chat during the Eastern and Central Time airing of Once Upon a Time... So that's 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, by going to oncepodcast.com slash live. We chat during the episode and have a lot of fun for that. And then 15 minutes after the episode ends, stay on that page because we record our live initial reactions to the episode and just our random thoughts about the episode and what we want to look at further in the week. And then on Wednesday nights at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time, GMT-5, we do our full discussion where we get into the details, we share your feedback, and we want your feedback. So keep our information handy. It's email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or you can go to oncepodcast.com and record a message through the website using your computer's microphone or eventually your iPhone and iPad as well. And again, you can get these links to uh, David Anders' stuff and how to follow him in the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 78. If you'd like to hear some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time, then stick around after the closing music because Hunter Hathaway will be here with special spoilers. But if you don't want to be spoiled, then don't worry. Just stop the podcast after the music is over and you won't miss anything else. And please follow us on Twitter as we have late-breaking announcements and let you know what's coming up and some cool things going on in the forums, on the website, blog posts, timeline updates, awesome forum posts, and all of that cool stuff. By following the show on Twitter at Once Podcast, and you can follow each of us as well. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter at Fleagon, P-H-L-E-G-O-N.
2: And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny Snook.
1: So until next time, be sure that you are subscribed to the podcast from oncepodcast.com. And remember, it's not magic, it's science. (laughs) Thanks for listening. ONCE Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of ONCE Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. We would really appreciate the support.
4: Hi, Hunter Hathaway here with your spoilers for the ONCE podcast, and I have some awesome casting news for you today. Smallville star Cassidy Friedman will make her Once Upon a Time debut on Sunday as Jack. John Pyre Ferguson from ABC's Brothers and Sisters has been cast as Ben, a widower who wants nothing more than to help his young son, Owen, heal from the loss of his mother. His son will be played by Benjamin Stockham from 1600 Penn. They will both appear in episode 17. Now here's the big news. It is time for a Graham fix. Yep, Jamie Doran, also known to us as the wonderful Sheriff Graham and the Huntsman, will be back. While he will not be back in Storybrooke, there is more to learn about him as the Huntsman. I've also found that he will not be in just one episode, but in a few different episodes through the rest of the season. Spoilers are out for Manhattan, which will air on February 17th. But I'm going to wait to fill you in on what's happening in this episode next week. Episode titles have been announced. Episode 17 will be called "Welcome to Storybrook." Episode 18 is called "Selfless, Brave, and True," and episode 19 is called "Lacey." Thanks for listening, and remember to follow me on Twitter at @bitofpixiedust. Have a great week. <laughs>